Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Adam Carricker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback out of the shotgun. First and 20. Jailbreak screen in the air. It is tipped. It is intercepted by Carricker at the Missouri 21-yard Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, five-year NFL vet and All-American defensive lineman, Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to Everett. He's got the left arm going, and now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker who rips him down inside the 25-yard line. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com, here's your host, Adam Carricker. Welcome, everybody, to Adam Carricker. On the ticket. All right, all right. I took a little bit of a siesta last week. I took a break. I took a vacation. No, not really. There was more important things going on. There was high school baseball. All right. And, you know, when they, when they, when they kind of mentioned that to me last week at the ticket, hey, do you still want to try to come on? I was like, you know what? These guys, this is their time to shine. You only get to play high school sports for so long, four years. Hopefully it's only four years. Well, eligibility-wise, it's only four years. Hopefully academically it's only four years as well. But you only get so much time to play sports in your life. As you all know, most people are done after high school. If you're done after college, whenever the case may be, enjoy each and every second. So high school baseball was a priority last week, as it should have been. I did take a little bit of a break, but there was a lot going on in the world of Husker sports and news. As always, that never changes. All right. Just a little reminder. Every Monday, barring more important things, so you're stuck with me this week, fine folks at home, Every Monday, noon to one, come have lunch with yours a truly Adam Carricker here on The Ticket, the fast an hour in radio each and every week. Now, as a result, we have a plethora, a plethora. That's a fun word to say, plethora. I said hobnobbing the other day. Uh, one of the coaches at my uh, daughter's 8U rec soccer games, very intense games, uh, was not paying attention. I was like, Clint, stop hobnobbing with the parents and get back to coaching. It's just fun words to say, plethora, hobnobbing. There's a plethora of of things to talk about today. I'm going to touch briefly on Dylan Riola. I put out a gut reaction. Okay, it's been talked about to death, but I'm just going to cover it briefly because I have not talked about it here on the ticket. Not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. Wish the man, young man, nothing but the absolute best. But then I want to talk about Daniel Kalen, the top quarterback recruit in the entire state of Nebraska. Now is committed to play here at the University of Nebraska after doing some recon, some research, learning about Mr. Daniel himself, some things other people have had to say, watching a little bit of tape. He's a guy who can sling the ball. Okay, he's got decent size, moves well for his size, can sling the ball, and he really, really, really wants to play at the University of Nebraska, which is why he flipped, decommitted from Missouri, where he was committed, and flipped to Nebraska so quick. We'll dive into that here shortly. Some of the other things I want to chat about. Why it was so important to get a 2024 quarterback on the roster. Why? Because we had six scholarships quarterbacks before the spring. Then we had three afterwards, and we had nobody who was younger than a sophomore in this day and age of transfer portal where it's, like ping pong quarterbacks, ping pong kids going from school to school to school, you got to have a little bit of depth on your roster just because kids tend to come and go. So we're going to talk about that. Mr. Faux Pellini. That's right. F-A-U-X. Mr. Faux Pellini is going to be joining me at 1230. We're going to have some fun. I got some intense questions. 
Where's the update on the cat? How is Bo doing? Okay, who is this guy? Who is he really? Who is Fopoli? I'm going to grill him, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to have fun. We're going to talk a little bit of Husker baseball. Got the tournament coming up. They set a record with home runs. Had a, the four seed playing the fifth seed, Rutgers Scarlet Knights, a Piscataway, another fun word to say, Piscataway, New Jersey, here coming up this week on Wednesday in Omaha. And also, fastest hour on radio. We're also going to get to a little bit of ACC potential conference realignment talk. There's a magnificent seven forming out of the ACC. No disrespect. I didn't know there was seven good teams in the ACC. And they used to be good at basketball and football. Can we get to seven? I'll give you a hint. Duke is not Duke. Duke is not part of this magnificent seven. Let's dive in shortly, quickly. All right. As you've heard, Mr. Dylan Riola, all right, committed to Georgia. Wish him nothing but the best, nothing but love for him. All right, originally Ohio State com- commit, decommitted. He was talking with schools like Nebraska, USC, Georgia. Now, he hasn't officially signed yet, so who knows what could happen at this point. Okay, now this is, I found this interesting, and this just is what it is. It's not a positive, not a negative. Oh, by the way, if you're seeing the, if you're watching me on YouTube, there's one big giant ear kind of sticking on my shirt. It's Yoda. It's Yoda. Star Wars is greater than Star Trek. Yeah, I said it. All right. So if you're not watching me on YouTube, go check it out on YouTube so you can see the wonderful ears sticking up. I did show the whole the whole shirt here. It says, I'm all ears, because he's got really large ears, so he can listen really well. All right. So I found this interesting. And this isn't a positive. It's not a negative. It just is what it is. It was interesting with Dylan because he has played high school football across three, instit- in, three institutions now in high school. Okay, as a sophomore, he started at Burleson High School, all right, in Texas, Threw for over 3,000 yards, nine touchdowns. Then he transferred to Chandler High School in Arizona. His junior year threw for about 2,500 yards, 2,435, 22 passing touchdowns, only five INTs. And now for his senior season, Riola has transferred to Pinnacle High School in Phoenix. Okay. Now, I don't know why he transferred. Uh, maybe the family needed to relocate. I don't know the reasons for these. These are the only things that I know. I just found it interesting. Okay. Uh, now, one of the things that I was asked, Adam, Is there a concern about the amount of time that was spent on recruiting Dylan Riola? First and foremost, you had to spend that amount of time. We all know, okay, Coach Frost did not handle that recruitment very well. We had every reason in the world to go after him for many reasons that we all already know. He's obviously a very talented guy. Matt Rule was swinging for the fences, okay? How are you going to hit a home run if you ain't swinging hard? He had to. Now, is there a concern about the amount of time that was spent on Mr. Riola, because he didn't commit here. Initially, yes. Then this young man named Daniel Kalen, okay, shortly after the Dylan Riola news broke that he was committing to Georgia, he's a Bellevue West quarterback. He's the top quarterback in the state of Nebraska. He's a three-star. He's the number three overall recruit in the entire state of Nebraska. Decommitted from Missouri and came, or committed to Nebraska fairly quickly. So now we have, once he signs, all right, four scholarship quarterbacks, and we have a quarterback who is younger than a sophomore once he signs officially on the roster. Now, it's interesting. I looked at the top five recruits in the state of Nebraska currently right now. Okay, number one is Carter Nelson. He's a tight end from Ainsworth. All right, doesn't seem to have, be leaning one way or the other at the moment as far as a school. Number two is Davon Hall, a wide receiver from Bellevue West. Okay. He appears to be going Nebraska's way. All right, number four is Isaiah McMorris, another wide receiver from Be- Bellevue West. Seems like he's going to USC. All right, now that's 
it's a guy I think we need to try to get him to come join us as well. Because here's my philosophy, and I can't believe I even have to say this, but I'll say this. you got to be good at football first because I've said in the past we have to prioritize in-state recruits. And then they're like, well, you're just going to offer any Nebraska high school kid? No, that'd be dumb, okay? you got to be good at football first. It's just a, I, don't even, I can't believe I have to say that. It's like the little, the little uh, warning label on the stove that says stove is hot. Like, really? Really, you have to put that there? Well, yes, they do, because people have burned themselves and then tried to, t- tried to sue companies. So they have to put it there. So I guess I have to put this disclaimer here. you got to be good at football first. But once you've found, if you're Coach Rule and you're his staff and you're his recruiting department and you've discovered all the good football players in the state of Nebraska, they need to be a priority. Okay. So hopefully we can get, in my opinion, we should try to get the top five rated uh, recruits from the state of Nebraska each and every year to come to Nebraska. As many of the top 10 as we can, okay, that deserve to be offered. But we need to get back to the point where kids in the state of Nebraska playing for Nebraska, it's a priority and it's a dream for them to come play for the Huskers. How do we do that? Well, we win more games. Also, making it priority with the current staff. Okay. Now, when you look at Daniel Kalen, all right, 6'2", 200 pounds, he's the Huskers' seventh commit in this 2024 recruiting class, which moves the Huskers' current recruiting class, obviously, very early on, very small and growing, to 29th nationally. Now, Kalen also had offers from Arizona State, Colorado, Duke, Kansas State, Michigan State, Minnesota, North Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Virginia. He's a 24th ranked quarterback nationally. Again, his quick decommitment from Missouri and subsequent quick commitment to the University of Nebraska recently tells me he really wanted to play for the Huskers. And then you start to look up some of the things that he has said, some of his quotes, some of his comments, okay, about playing for the University of Nebraska. Here's one, and I quote. Okay, hold on. This is Daniel talking, and I quote, I envision myself playing in a Nebraska uniform and walking out of the tunnel Memorial Stadium since I moved to Nebraska when I was eight. End quote. Now, a little bit of background on Mr. Daniel. As a junior, he threw for 3,186 yards, 36 touchdowns. Now, he has a private quarterback's coach, all right, Coach Danny Hernandez. Coach Hernandez says, and I quote, he's great. I'm really high on the kid. End quote. Well, you're coaching the kid. What, what, what do you think he's going to say? His parents are paying him to coach him. So what do you think he's going to say? I mean, my goodness. So I did a little bit more digging. All right. He said also, and I quote, oh, man, his ability to rip the ball. Man, he can make every single throw. I think he moves well, okay, for the size that he has, end quote. And that's Coach Hernandez. So I actually watched a little bit of film, okay, on Daniel. And I would agree with everything that Coach Hernandez says. He can rip the ball. He can throw it. And he moves well for his size, okay? Now, on Coach Matt Rule, All right, Daniel said, and I think one of the biggest things that stands out about coach rules is track record at the college level of turning programs around. Right, end quote. And I I believe that's something that's going to attract a lot of people to the University of Nebraska. He's done it at Temple. He has done it at Baylor when it was at its bottom, as we all know. We've heard this before. All right, now he also said that he was the first recruit, talking about Kalen, that coach rule followed and reached out to when he got to Nebraska. And I was... I thought that was awesome. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit surprised about that. I honestly thought it would be Dylan Raiola, okay, or maybe somebody else. But I think that tells you a lot about how Rule and his staff feel about this kid and his potential and what he can do here at the University of Nebraska as a quarterback. And I see him, if you watch him on tape, okay, I see him as a guy that – Wants to be here, obviously, 
But what comes along with that type of attitude is there's going to be an attitude of, hey, maybe it's not working out in year one, year two, year three. They're much more likely to stay around. They're much more likely to stick with the process. They're much more likely to be bought into the process. They're much more likely to work harder throughout the offseason, in the offseason. You know what? I apologize. I completely forgot to give our sponsors a shout out. I got so excited about getting to do the show this week. Okay. I can't forget to help pay the bills. All right. So you've driven by GE Landscape Supply countless times, likely without knowing, at 6701 Cornhusker Highway. Now it's time to stop in. GE Landscape Supply sells to homeowners and contractors with a vast selection of landscaping and construction materials. They sell in bulk to save you money. Buy anything from a five-gallon bucket to a semi-load. And don't forget, they deliver anywhere. Nearby or far away, stop by 6701 Cornhusker Highway from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday and 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. Go to GELandscapesupply.com for more info or call 402-467-1627. I will randomly, okay, uh, I'm like my kids right now, squirrel, so easily distracted, but that's just how I roll. I'm a passionate, fun guy. I try to, I'm always Try to be educated on what I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to take a little bit of a random sidebar. Most of you know, okay, the Character Chronicles is on its own. And as I'm talking to potential sponsors, one of my priorities is being connected with good quality companies. So when you think about GE Landscape Supply, they're one of those companies. That's why we give them a shout out here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, now back to the topic at hand. Daniel Kalen, okay, he's one of those kids it's going to be more bought into the process, going to stick around longer. At least that's the impression I get. People change over time. You never know. But that is what you need in this day and age, especially for a coach like Matt Rule. Obviously, he wants talented guys. Obviously, he wants big-time players. Who's going to say no to an absurdly talented player coming to your school? But as we know, his big focus is on developing players. So one of the questions I have, where Coach Rule has been out of college football for a while now, is, is that philosophy still possible in this day and age of college football? Is it with the transfer portal, with NIL, with kids hopping from school to school to school? All right. There was a basketball player, and I, his name escapes me. Uh, a couple years ago, he played for five different schools in five different years. And the crazy part is he was the leading scorer almost every year on every different school he was on. Again, his name escapes me. I apologize for that. I didn't plan on sharing that story. It just popped into my head. But is that possible? Is it possible to be a developer of players, a developer of athletes in this day and age? I believe yes, and I believe yes because Coach Rule is targeting kids just like Daniel, kids who want to be here. Okay, Coach Rule has come out and said, I'm not going to throw a bunch of money your way to try to get you here. We understand NIL exists, but the big NIL is the NFL, and I can get you there. And he has 24 players, a man who has not coached in college football for a few years. He has 24 players from his Baylor and Temple days that are currently in the NFL, programs that were not doing well when he took over. So, Coach Rule, you're going to get NIL, okay? But the big NIL is the NFL, and that's through development, that's through being coached, that's through time in the program and being willing to go through the process. I'm still curious to see how it plays out. I do believe it can work because they're targeting, from what I understand, Kids just like Daniel, kids who are bought in, who want to be here, want to buy in the process, who want to show up day in and day out, and are willing to go through the ups and downs, a bit of the roller coaster ride that is a college football career. This may shock you. Not everything in college football, not every day in college football 
is a valley full of daisies and roses. There are days that are hard. There are days that are challenging. There are days when it's not fun. There were days when I wasn't excited to go. There were way more days that I was excited to go. But it's not always easy, just like anything else. And I doubt if I'm shocking anybody with this, but you got to have the right people who want to go through that process, who embrace the journey, so to speak. You got to embrace that journey. All right. So I'm going to be having Mr. Faux Polini on the show here in about 10 minutes. Okay. We're going to talk some Husker baseball. We're going to talk Husker realignment. In the meantime, do me a favor. If you've got a question, call or text. All right. This number, 402-464-5685. 402-464-5685. I love interacting with the fans. I love interacting with people. I try to answer and get to as many questions as I possibly humanly can each and every show. All right. So if you got a question, hit me up. Put me on the spot. Try to drill me down. Okay. So for me personally, uh, the amount of time that was spent on recruiting Mr. Riola was probably an appropriate amount of time. Now, is it a concern that we spent that amount of time and he didn't come here? No, it's not. When you get a, an individual who has the potential and the desire and the work ethic of a Daniel, uh, of, of Mr. Daniel, the, the fact is he's got to actually go out and do it. He's got to put in the time and the effort, and we'll see how this unfolds over years and time to come. Okay, real quickly, I want to look at Husker baseball, and I'm probably going to come back to this a little bit later in the show, but you look at Nebraska baseball. All right, the four seed in the Big Ten tournament right now. This is a team that was 31-21-1. It's a 594 win percentage overall throughout the season. In conference play, they were 15-9, and which is a win percentage of 625, okay? They play fifth-seeded Rutgers in, on Wednesday in Omaha. And I looked through their schedule. I didn't see where they had played Rutgers earlier this year unless I just happened to miss it somehow, which is, which is possible. All right, Rutgers coming into this, this matchup on Wednesday. Their season record is 33-21, and 21, a winning percentage of 6-11, which is actually overall throughout the season a little bit higher than Nebraska's. But if you look at Rutgers' overall schedule, SOS strength of schedule, Okay, Nebraska's, to me, appeared a little bit tougher. So that could be why their, their, their win-loss record isn't quite as good as Rutgers, yet they're ahead of them in the seeding in this tournament. But at the same time, Nebraska, all right, their conference record, 15-9, winning percentage of 625. When you look at Rutgers, 14-10, a winning percentage of 583. Nebraska also had the better win percentage within the conference. All right, so I'm curious. Let me know your thoughts. Will Nebraska win on Wednesday? Can they make a run? Can they get to the College World Series? All right, they've set some records when it comes to home runs and hitting the long ball this year. All right, they've been a fun team to watch. They've been frustrating to watch because they've been so up. They've been so down. I mean, are they even the best team in the state of Nebraska? I don't know. You know, you look at some of the games they played within some of the other teams within the state of Nebraska. They might not even be the best team in the state of Nebraska. Yes, yet they, Are they the third best team within our own state, yet they're the fourth seed in the Big Ten Conference? How in the world does that work? College sports is so much fun. All right. Let me know. How, how do you think they're going to do? All right. Again, 402-464-5685. How do you think they're going to do in this, this tournament? All right. We got, we got one question already. Rob from Wyoming. Hey, Adam, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate rules recruiting 
so far. So when you think about Coach Rule coming in, all right, and he didn't have a whole lot of time. It was a short recruiting period for him before early National Signing Day, before (laughs) – is Signing Day in February? It doesn't even matter that much. I guess it does. Some some kids are still declaring and all that good stuff. I believe that's when Malachi – uh, Coleman declared. I could be wrong on that. Feel free to correct me if I am. He didn't have a whole lot of time. What he was able to do, what he was able to grind out, really, is what he did. If you if you pay attention on social media, what he was able to grind out, not just him but his staff, and that's part of the reason he wanted younger coaches, not the coaches who've been around. You know, aren't are all of a sudden lazy? I'm not saying that at all. But there's something about being younger in the game. Just that hunger, that fire, okay? And all of his all of his coordinators, offensive, defensive, special team coordinators have all been OCs, DCs, and special teams coordinators before. That was his big thing, okay? He wanted young position coaches, but he wanted coordinators who had been coordinators before. That was his big thing. I felt like that got overlooked a little bit, myself included, until he pointed it out to me when I chatted with him, and I was like, holy crap, makes a lot of sense. Young, hungry position coaches, experienced coordinators. And then essentially rule can just coach the coaches, so to speak. On a scale of 1 to 10 to answer your actual question. Again, Squirrel. All right. All right. Let's get to stay focused. I'm having fun. Scale of 1 to 10, I assume 1 is low, 10 is high. I think you got to go, man, a solid 8. Okay. You could argue, don't hate me for this, had he landed Dylan Riola, maybe he up to a 9. I'm just that guy that's never going to say 10. Unless you've got the number one recruiting class in the country, I'm just never going to say 10. That's just me. You can always do better. Sorry, it's just how I am. 9.4. Can't say 0.5 because then you got to round up to 10. Okay, but I, I'd say, how about this? Here's my official answer, 8.4. <laughs> I give Matt Rule a solid 8.4. And if you wanted to try to eke him up to a 9, you could do so. Had he gotten Riola, maybe you eke him up. And there's a couple other guys that you know would have been great to get over the course of the past few months, but I think they've done a great job in the short time that they've had. All right, another question. Thomas and Lincoln, if Smothers returns, is he the number two? All right, so you got Jeff Sims, number one. All right, you got Purdy, you got Heinrich Harburg. And then if Smothers returns, and obviously – uh, you got Daniel, who I've been talking about. Hard to just slide a true freshman potentially in there. It'd probably be Smothers or Purdy. I got to be honest. I like Heinrich Harburg stealing more than anybody I've just mentioned. And, and I say that with all due respect. No slight to anybody. Um, I think Smothers' skill set, if he were to return to Nebraska, is the most similar to Jeff Sims of any other quarterback on the roster. So I think Smothers would have a very strong case, very strong possibility of earning earning the number two spot if he did return. Uh, if I had to make a way too early prediction, if he Smothers were to return to the Huskers, I would say he probably would be number two just because his skill set is similar to Jeff Sims more so than Purdy or Harburg, although Harburg is much faster than people realize. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We have a short break. And then I'll be joined by Mr. Faux Pellini. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.